Why did you make such a deal about that? <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, what I've come up with for my topic is something that's born out of, again, like a lot of things, being a live sporting event. And you kind of see things that aren't really necessarily on the camera. Mm. You know, part of the behind the scenes, if you want to call it that. But not really. Yep. Anyway, I'll just get into it. It is... <laughs> it is... What are your thoughts on the influence of ball kids? <sighs> Yeah. In a sporting, you know, arena. Mm. Um, and what, yeah, what do they, what influence do they play on the game? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think they definitely have an influence. I don't remember that. Um, I think it was Man City or Chelsea ball kid returned <laughs> yeah. the ball to a position of advantage yeah. for his team. Yeah. And whoever it was, it was either Jose Mourinho or Pep Guardiola. Invited him to just a week of training after that. He literally won <laughs> really? the game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's oh it's an awesome God. video on YouTube. He, I think it was tied. It was a big game. It was Champions League. It was tied, and the ball went out, and this ball kid's just like straight onto it, straight onto it, and just literally rolled the ball to the player, throw in, overlap, goal, and then the players like pointing at him, being like, you know, thanks for that. That's awesome. So I think, you know, in that sense, it won them the game. Um, tennis, absolutely vital. Yeah. You know, without ball kids, you'd have guys like Kyrgios walking around the court looking for balls, <laughs> and that wouldn't be great for his game. More time to chat to the crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's probably quite entertaining. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I think, they're, I think they're massively important. You know, you see them drying the ball in rugby. Yeah. Um, and I love how in, in different sports, they all have... Like the role is the same broadly, yeah. but it's different in like its little, yeah. you know, nuances of different different sports. Um, yeah, I think I think massively important, and I think they create the environment. Like tennis, we notice if a ball kid's yeah. struggling to roll the ball on the ground, yeah. Yeah. it bounces. It's a bit of an awkward, you know. You've got to have good yeah. chemistry with the other ball kids, yeah. otherwise you meet in the middle of the net. Um, they, they also can have yeah. a moment, like they can catch catch yeah, the ball, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. you know, like they take a little crowd catch, mm. you know, or they get hit, yeah, or they, all yeah, for the true. wrong reasons, cry, yeah, right know, in the face. That 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 lady got disqualified from the tournament. You mean Djokovic got disqualified? Was it? I thought there was another. I thought there was another lady. Oh as really? Well, oh really? But maybe it was Djokovic. Oh, oh I thought you did. meant the one where Djokovic hit her with the racket. No, there was one recently. I'm pretty sure. Not on purpose, by the way. On the um, on the uh, on the on the women's tour. Oh where, really? Like one of the I think it was in a doubles match. Yeah, right. And like uh, one of the players, she just kind of hit the ball. Like she had an unforced error. Yeah. Kind of just hit the ball back. It wasn't. Didn't look to be much malice. Hit the ball, ball girl. In this in this case, it was a ball mm-hmm. girl, and she. Obviously, was quite hurt and cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, was crying. They needed to help her out. Yeah. And then the other players essentially just said, well, she that's not in the rules. And then the umpire just Did she mean her. to hit her with the ball? Well, no. She's obviously not meaning to hit her, but it was, like, yeah, that's rough. classified as, like, reckless. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know? 
So, you know, in that sense, this, this ball kid kind of going down means yeah. that this other, these other people just got disqualified from, I think it was like a pretty big tournament. Yeah. It's also a double- French Open. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, but it's also, that's, that's a double-edged sword for the ball kid. Because yeah. now the ball kid gets injured, but they also have to live with the guilt of this <laughs> tennis player getting yeah. kicked out of the yeah. comp when they, you know, didn't mean to hit them. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, you know. And, you know, 15-year-old. Ball kid rights. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I wonder what their insurance is when they, when they <laughs> sign up for it. But, like, they also have different systems. Like, being a tennis ball kid is different yeah. to being a FIFA World Cup. Ball kid. Well, they train. Or ball person. They train. Well, yeah. Like, they literally train. Where do they train? Yeah. What What do they do? How do they sign up? Yeah. Who trains them? Like, it's well, someone's job to I know, have this system. I know for the Australian Open, you, like, there's a selection process. Yeah. Like, they, you you know, because um, Jacob's younger brother, Emil, was in this one year where there's, like, 500 kids to begin with. <laughs> and then by the end of the week or weekend, however long it is, they've brought it down to like 50 ball kids and you get selected to be an Australian open ball. Wow. I don't really know what the parameters are. Like, what do they test? (laughs) But how good is your role? Yeah. What's your availability like over the next two weeks? (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's, um, yeah, I reckon ball kids are massively important. Cause especially, I mean, it's cause I noticed that the women's world cup, Mm. like there was a couple of games where you'd see the players like, Asking for the ball kid to yeah. hurry up, and they yeah. kind of have the ball in their hand. Yeah, it's like just throw it to them. Yeah, like be it or they need to have game awareness as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, and understand what the what the moment is. Yeah, yeah, like that Man City ball kid. Yeah, well, that that kid you know? did understand. And I wonder uh, if he now works for them or something. Actually, that would be awesome. Or... The kit man or something now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right because I think as a ball kid, I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast before the pressure of throwing a ball back. Yeah. You don't want that to be a thing when you're a ball kid. No. You want to just be almost in the zone like we expect the players yeah. to be yeah. and just hand the ball back but, straight away. But also, like, the game could stop if there's, you know, two balls on the field mm. of some sort or two tennis balls are on the court. Yeah. Or, you know, the game stops and people go, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Like, people don't like it. Yeah. So there can be some scrutiny on these ball kids. Like, we've seen them in there the papers is. before. Yeah, we have. We have. You know, 14, 15-year-old kids. Yeah. I tell you what's awkward for ball kids as well, especially in soccer, and I noticed it in the Women's World Cup. When a ball goes out over the back of the goals and someone in the crowd catches it, yeah. and there's like this 14-year-old ball kid looking at the crowd kind of awkwardly being like, yeah, can I have the ball? <laughs> and the crowd's like trying to pump up their mates to like how they can yeah. throw it back, and they throw it like over their head or something. Or someone just keeps it. Yeah, someone just keeps it, and they have to like, there's probably a security person that comes in. There's a lot of logistics going on. There are. They'd have to create, recreate all those scenarios. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, anyway, it just got me thinking. Mm. Ball kids, their influence, you know. And, and, you know, in the past, we've seen them have influence over games, over yeah, results, big, big results. Big time. Cricket, there's no ball kids, eh? It's only a security guard that throws it's the ball just, back. Yeah, so Or a crowd. Yeah, or the crowd. I actually saw it just on that quickly. Mm. I saw a guy in South Africa <laughs> in the recent 2020 uh, series yeah, yeah, Australia yeah. was playing. The ball went over. He caught the ball. I think it just bounced over the fence. He pu- pulled out a sharpie <laughs> from his bag, signed the ball with his name on it, and threw it back. And, was, and Did they change like, the ball? <laughs> they changed the ball. It's like I mean, everyone thought it was hilarious because, like, you know, it was a pretty sort of that's funny, like inconsequential, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. But you know. Like you, That's funny. you do that in a in a test match. 
Imagine if all kid did that. Well, yeah. <laughs> bring a bring a permanent marker on. Yeah, imagine like instead of you know Djokovic signing the ball after the game, it's the ball kid yeah, signs yeah. it for him yeah. because he's the one providing that service to Djokovic. Yeah, yeah, I love you, Novak, as he's looking, you know, ready to serve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little message every time they yeah. go to serve. Yeah, a little pump up message. Yeah, That'd yeah. be awesome. You got this. See, I reckon tennis. I reckon is the most important ball kids in sport. Okay. Because. Like, you think about when you're playing tennis with, like, a friend and, like, there's a lot of wasted time yeah. trying to yeah, get the balls. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they're all up your end. Yeah, yeah. chuck some down here. And it's, yeah. like, can sometimes be minutes. What if you hit it over the fence, into the crowd, into another court? Yeah. Whereas I feel like tennis ball kids, um, they just make the game so yeah. much better. Yeah. It just flows a bit more. It just flows. And they have their, especially, like, there's new balls quite often that get rolled out in matches. Like if they're three hour match, you could have like four or five different yeah, balls yeah. that come out. And they have a system of getting those yeah. you know, you have to know to go to the right end, who's mm. serving, mm. what you know, what end's serving, you know. And you've got to so, let the players know that the balls are new. Because yeah. they have to do that new ball single yeah. signal. Have to go new balls, hold it up. Yeah. Receiver goes, Yep, thanks. <laughs> Tar. I wonder who brings those new... When Do you know when they do the new balls? Is it every I, set? I don't know like, how Because sometimes it, it happens in the middle of... I think there's a game specific. Like, you, it comes out every X amount of games that yeah. they play. Maybe it's like the mid-set break or something. Yeah. So, because they, they'll, they'll do it on, like, when there's a bad break and yeah. stuff. But yeah, anyway. But yeah, I think the fact that there's famous ball kid moments um, just goes to show what they add to sport, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. They're needed. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. 100%. It'll so, be interesting yeah. to see what they're like at the Rugby World Cup coming up. Well, yeah. Um, ball drying techniques, catching, catching after conversions. Yeah, how they trained. Yeah, how they trained. Well, actually, funnily enough, <laughs> <laughs> just just quickly, I mean, my brother and I, Sean and I, used to mm. ball boy for North's rugby. Oh, really? When we were like, I think I was probably 10 and he was yeah, 8. Yeah, yeah, And we used to do first and second grade. Yeah, yeah. And they would have televised sort of shoot shield matches yeah yeah and part of our job would be one of us would go out and put the ball out in the middle if there was a try <laughs> oh, yeah. and the other one would go and would go and catch the ball behind the post yeah yeah and one day sean sean went to catch the uh, a penalty kick so it was a it was a penalty and the ball missed the post but didn't go dead mm. so it was play on like yeah, so yeah. and so <laughs> The fullback, I don't forget, it was at Manly Oval and yeah, it was yeah. televised. The fullback for Manly was coming in to catch it and so was Sean. <laughs> Sean's eight and this he just gets like rolled over by this Manly fullback. And like Did the, the game play, keep the, going? The game kept going. Like, yeah, nice. But he was on, you know, the top 10 highlights of that week. Or <laughs> That's whatever. awesome. That is awesome. Shoot shield because he, you know, ball yeah, kid yeah. Well, He was just he, doing his job, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was, but he didn't recognise the situation. But is that on training and development of ball kids? Well, yeah, 100%. To let him know. The dead ball line is, yeah, is gospel. He's, he's eight. You know, he's, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got to let him know. thinking his job is to collect the kick. And yeah, it's a yeah. kick, you know. He hasn't but been given more more layers to at the same context. Time, should he have understood that it was a, a penalty, you know, if it doesn't go dead, you know. Well, it's kind of on the people training him as a ball kid, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to give yeah. him those sort of pointers. Yeah, so, yeah that's a good story. There you go. Yeah. Love so, it. look, you know, I've been there as a yeah, ball yeah. kid. That's great. You know, personal personal factor. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, what have you got for us, Mike? Talk yeah, so me. my topic, um, 
<laughs> my topic actually came about when I was picking up some chicken wings <laughs> from, from, up, <laughs> from up the road. Oh, this is scary. And I saw, I saw these two guys um, running together. Mm. And so my topic's quite a, quite a um, broad one, basically. It's running when you're running with a mate or running <laughs> in groups. Yeah. And, you know, what's... And you're always chatting to each other mm. or, you know, sometimes you see one person wearing AirPods, the other person not. <laughs> what's the situation there? What are you... Because I, I, I don't like running with people and talking. Yeah. I just like to run. Yeah. Um, but I was watching these two guys having the time of their life, kind of zigzagging <clears throat> between people. Mm. They were really in sync with who was going first when they needed the yeah. single file. Yeah. And so I was just thinking the social running dynamics, yeah. what are they? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, you see, you see, it, there's, there's kind of a couple of factors, like kind of a couple of scenarios of the social running. You've kind mm. of got your, just like your two, two people running together that are just, it's almost like a catch up, mm. but you in within that you've kind of got like a social run and yeah, then yeah. a pretty sort of serious run, yeah. you know, where people, they just, you could be either just there to catch up and chat and yeah. it's a good way of getting fitness and chatting, yeah, but also yeah. on the flip side, you could be like trying to push each other yeah, and then yeah. train the for a, you know, a marathon or whatever it is. And just, you know, one person pushing the other and they, you know, you keep each yeah, other going, yeah, yeah. which is, which is good, which is what you need. Yeah. And then you've kind of got the, like, you know, the ones where it's just purely social, where mm. it's the people that are, aren't like your marathon runners, they're, you know, your five yeah, yeah, to yeah. eight K runners. Yeah. And you've, I think in that sense, you've got to set boundaries before the run. I agree. And it's got to be, all right, like, I'm just going to be taking it easy. And I think it, it, it helps when people can relate to, like, a time of per kilometre. Mm. Oh, I'll be, I'm just, I'm pretty happy with like five and a half minute Ks here or, you know, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah. Like give a guideline. Yeah. 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 Um, because then it can kind of get like, you're trying to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not, you're not amazing. Like you're not like, you know, long distance runners. Yeah. 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 And you're just trying to, it's more of a catch up than a fitness mm. session. And, and then someone the, the, might the, think it's more. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's what I like. I think the, the, the expectations have to be laid down. Yeah. Because the other funny thing is if you've got someone that's expecting, you know, as you said, five and a half minute Ks and someone else is good, wants to push themselves yeah. and the other person comes in and just goes hard, yeah. but then also wants to chat because maybe they're fitter, yeah. then you're stuck in this kind of wormhole of, well, I'm not the fittest one out of the pair yeah. and now I'm expected to talk as well. <laughs> And you can start doing that kind of push-out breath talk, which makes it even harder. And so you're, you're stuck in these two worlds of social and intense. Yeah. And then the talk's like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like exhaling with every word. And I feel like that can cause problems because then it's like, I don't want to run with that bloke again because, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't want to run with each other again. Yeah, or true. do you kind of say, you know what, go go and train for four weeks and come back when you're, when yeah, you're, when yeah, you're yeah. a bit fitter? You because know? I feel like the person who wants to run quicker never loses. Yeah. Because they often will set the pace. Yeah. And the only time they lose is if they come down pace and they're not yeah. happy with their workout. Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> if you're 
unfortunate enough to be the person that just wants a social run but is then pushed. It can be tough. I'm often in that boat, to be honest with you. I'm, well, often, yeah, I mean, I'm often there. It's I just, don't run with people very yeah. often. I haven't really experienced yeah. it that much. To be honest, I, I don't really. I do run with with one with one bloke. Mm. But that's we, like we have, we have, you know, your boundaries and guidelines. And just, you know, the expectations are there. And it's, it's like a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we just, we just know what, what has to go on. Yeah. We know what pace we're running, you yeah. know. Um, and, you know, ironic, like, I mean, it makes sense, mm. but, you know, the more that we would run together, the quicker our pace naturally yeah. gets, you know, week, every week. So. Yeah. You kind of go, oh, that was, you know, four and a half minute K. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's good. That's pretty good. good. And, every, you know, I think it's as long as the conversation's okay. Mm. But then I would like to add another sort of element here to this yeah, social yeah. running is that work, you mm. know, running with work colleagues. Yep. Um, and, you know, like if your boss or whoever comes over and goes, oh, you know, they sort of know that you run or you say, oh, yeah. I like, enjoy running. They go, oh, yeah, let's go for a run. And you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you're out running with your boss. And, <laughs> and yeah, you know, you, you've sort of maybe talked yourself up in the just office. Just becomes work. Or, yeah, and it just becomes... But then you've got to try and keep up with your boss and then you might yeah, feel yeah, bad yeah. and then they kind of... Are you going like, oh, fuck, crap there. Am I going to lose my job? Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> they're thinking of me differently now. <laughs> You know, they know me outside of work yeah, in a yeah, physical yeah, setting. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's tough. Which can put some, you know, yeah. put some really real doubt in the, in the minds. So are you, are you quite picky with who you would choose to run with? I, yeah. Mm, like I would rather, unless it's like laid out, it's just very social. Mm. And I, I will myself make that clear. Yeah. If, I'm, if someone wants to run with me, I'm like, we can do that, yeah, yeah. but it's going to be five kilometers max <laughs> and it's going to be, you know, like five minute, cl- five to five and a half minute case. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And we're- I'm here to get my heart rate I'm, up. Yeah, I'm here to, to train. Sit, and for, I'm happy to yeah. chat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you want to work out, don't run with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if yeah, I'll yeah. do a workout, like a, an intense run, I'll, I have to do it by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I, yeah. I mean, I agree. The thing that, yeah. I've always seen runs as kind of the relaxed form of exercise. I could, I, I just don't like just intensely running. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to do that, I'll do like shuttles or 400s well, or yeah. an actual workout. Yeah. Like I'll put like a session together and do that as opposed to just run. Um, Sometimes I'll like... But the, that's just a personal preference. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do like the, you know, I'll literally just say... All right, twenty minute timer on my watch, mm. and I'll just run for twenty minutes, yeah. and see how far I can. It's a good get. way to do it, and because you you don't kind of have this preconceived, oh, like distance wise, it's more of a time, and then you can yeah, yeah. track yourself against that exact same time, and see how far you can get. Yeah. Anyway, this is personally, but yeah. So let's say scenario. Let's say yeah. you say to somebody, "Oh, I'm just going to run for twenty minutes today," yeah. but you forget you kind of don't really lay the minute the per kilometer pace. pace. Yeah. And they reply, okay, sweet, we'll do 6Ks, which means you're doing, what's that? Four minutes. Four minutes. Oh, no, less than that. Yeah. It's like, it's like three and a bit. Three and a bit minute Ks. Yeah. What are you doing there? Are you oh. saying, nah, I'm going for three? No, I'm four. saying I won't be able to do that. <laughs> I'm saying physically I will not be able to do that. Yeah, okay. And I think people have to be more sort of honest. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. Because I've also taken into consideration mm. 
the the talking factor. Well, yeah, the breathing factor. Which and, I reckon and, takes thirty seconds off your pace. Oh god, yeah. You know, you're chatting to someone, yeah, and you're also got to listen to them mm. chat and kind of take in it. its conversation. Yeah, you don't want to be that bloke that's so tired. Yeah, they're responding with yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah agree. Or you get like kind of you know midway through the run they go, and and someone goes like oh like. It's okay. Like I can stay behind if you want to go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't want to, and then you kind of feel a bit awkward. Yep, yep. You know, or if someone goes, I might just, I might just run ahead if that's all right. Yeah, yeah. And I'll meet you back here in. I'm okay front. with that though. I'm okay with it, but you yeah. don't want to get there. Yeah, no, no. Because it I, means someone's doing something wrong. Yeah, I think, I think just upfront and honest is the best way to go. Yeah. Like if when if I'm mid run and someone says, "Oh, I'm going to push ahead here," I would not take offense yeah. to that. Just, just yeah. go for it. Oh, I, don't, I, I don't want to be the reason you're slowing down. It's happened to me before, you know, yeah, a few right. times, and I don't care. Like yeah, I, yeah. I know of mates, mates yeah, yeah. with the, you know, yeah. with the guys that did it, yeah. and and I knew that that was, I knew that going in. Yeah, yeah. Like I just was kind of like, if if you want to run off, go ahead. Yeah, just and then go they ahead. Just kind of get there, and yeah, you know, exactly. That's fine. But I, but to your actual, what you said in your initial topic mm. was around the airpods side of things well yeah yeah the AirPods. you know some people really like running with music in yeah. i mean majority of people yeah 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 um and you know you, you do see people running together with airpods in yeah yeah and that's kind of that would for me signal a bit more of an intense run yeah i, I couldn't agree more <laughs> i think i think if someone i think if if i'm if I'm expecting a social run, I'm going no AirPods. You, you yeah. just, I just feel like it's a, yeah, I just feel like yeah. AirPods, you need to be able to hear someone to talk to them. Yeah. So why, you know? And then what if you're listening to a song with lyrics and then as you're replying, you kind of slip in a few random words you hear and <laughs> the conversation just goes, goes down. So yeah. well, what about, what about kind of the, it's a little bit off topic, but <laughs> kind of the, the, you know, the run in to someone, you know, like as in, as in you're running, you're out for a run mm. and you bump the bump into someone, you yeah, know, you yeah. bump into someone and they kind of go, oh, hey, but you're in the middle of a run. Do you yeah. stop? AirPods out. I always keep running. You keep going. Yeah, yeah. Do you just kind of give a little wave and just. I just wave and say, how are you going? And then I just keep running. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's someone that you're like, oh, mate, yeah. like hey, If it's someone I know really well, like if it's a good mate, I'll probably stop. Um, but if it's someone that I, if it's someone that's not really a big factor in my life, I, they're just like somebody I know, then I think both of us understand. You'd hope so. Yeah. That, you know. Yeah. You kind of see it, the, the old, like (laughs) when, when someone like sees someone and they might be in their running zone. So you're not looking Mm. at other, like looking out for other people and they kind of catch a glimpse of someone they might know and then they kind of run 10 metres past and stop. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, mate, who's going? Yeah, and yeah. then kind of awkwardly take the AirPods out, then try and put them back in to keep going. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. in their head, they're thinking, this is going to be like a nine-minute carry. Yeah, That's yeah. bad for my Strava. <laughs> i got to keep going here. Yeah, Strava issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Do I post this afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> Will people know? Do I stop my life? You see them at the end of the conversation, just click cancel on their Strava. <laughs> I bet no one can see this. Oh. They'll think I'm just slow. They won't know that I had a conversation. Yeah, I've got yeah. to stop that. Now, nah, to be honest, I I have stopped to chat to people, but it's yeah, it's exactly. it's always yeah. I'll, I'll normally add on an extra five minutes at the end if that happens yeah. because you know. Fair enough. Well, yeah, it's an interesting one, and it's a it's it's a common occurrence. It's a daily, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. it's a daily sort of yeah. issue for people, really. No. Yeah, yeah, I just I just saw these blokes, and they were 
they were on fire. Yeah. And they were clearly like the exact same fitness level. That's They'd awesome. clearly been running together for yeah. years, it seemed. And um, it just made me think they've probably got some real good boundaries. Yeah. As we said, like a relationship yeah. on their running um, relationship. A running so, relationship. Yeah, running relationship. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I guess if we're going to move on to the, to the next um, the next segment, mm. like, it's going to be the um, niche sport. <laughs> I'm happy for you to kind of introduce it. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you want to. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely it's definitely one I would say probably the most niche we've covered. Yeah. I mean Buskashi was up there. <laughs> pretty niche. I mean that's a bit rogue. I mean, yeah, so yeah. Niche. But this is um this is seriously niche. It's called Cycle Ball. Yeah. And it's a part of the UCI World Championships or the I guess the UCI Federation, which is the cycling, kind of the body of body. all cycling events. Yeah. Um, and cycle ball is essentially soccer on bicycles. So it's 2v2 and you are playing indoor soccer. It's kind of, I would say it's smaller than a futsal field, yep. but not too much smaller. Yep. And you're playing soccer on a bicycle. You are not allowed to use your feet or hands with the ball. You have to use your bike to pass and shoot the ball and defend the ball. Yeah. Is and it like a basketball court size almost? Yeah, yeah. I'd say it would be a basketball size court. And it's incredible. Like, the skill level is amazing, the way they control these bikes. I wonder what um, what the rules are around different gears and stuff on the bike. If you have gears or is it all like... Because yeah. you'd have a... You know, each bike needs to be set to the individual's height. You know, preference. Yeah. You know, like what, what are the parameters around i mean look to be honest with you the bikes all look pretty much exactly the same they look pretty standard but and it, and it looks like they kind of have a their way the handlebars are shaped because mm. it's not your traditional sort of you know fingers yeah, over the it's top like the kind of, one. it's, it's like the velodrome where you've got the you've got the grip yeah and you can like help pull the bike yeah up. yeah because they and get quite yeah quite vertical on the bike oh yeah well in corners, they'll cross it in to like head height and they'll do a wheelie yeah. and like direct it in. I think as well, the front wheel's like a BMX bike. It can three, it can spin. Oh, yeah, so you're right. So you see them a lot of the times the f- yeah. kind of will pass and they'll kind of flick their hands to get back and yeah. the, the wheel kind of turns. Yeah. It's an incredible sport though. Yeah, it's, it's, quite, um, it's quite remarkable. And I mean, we were saying earlier that there's, there's quite a high level of interest in this. Oh yeah. Around yeah. Um, around Europe. Yep. And you know what was it they made? Was that right? That figure of sixty-seven million pounds or whatever. Yeah, or I whatever think that, that was the whole world championships. Um, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but there's three hundred and sixteen cycle ball clubs in Germany alone. Is there really? And Germany won this year's yeah. world championship, like which was yeah, which was about a month ago in Scotland. Um, and. Yeah, 316 clubs. Like, that's that's probably... That's a lot of clubs. That's a lot of clubs. That's a lot of clubs. Like, would we... I don't think... Would we have 316 rugby clubs in New South Wales? <laughs> would we? I don't think so. Like, that's a lot. I, I don't know. That's, that's like... That's a lot there's of only, There's only, like, 12 in the shoot shield. You know? I mean, surely. And then, you know... You know, the Paul Kentwell Cup, or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's, yeah, there's yeah. sort of those type of those type of summies comps and stuff. But there's, you know, I would say that 
it'd be close. I'd say there's there's probably way less. Yeah. Than than three hundred and sixteen rugby clubs in. Yeah. Even I'd even say go as far as saying cricket clubs. Yeah. Wow. In New South Wales. Yeah. Anyway, it I know Germany's a whole country, but um, yeah, that it's an incredible sport, and the way they flick their wrists. Oh, to, mate. The ball like flies. Yeah. They're really, really good. It's it's super impressive. Anyway, it's um if if you ever get the chance, for those listening, look up cycle ball. It's um it's probably what probably the most fascinating sport I've that we've like yeah, we've watched. watched yeah. Um, and we watched the um the final the men's final for the world championships yeah. and Germany, which Germany won. Yeah. And uh Coming to the end of the game, they were crying. Yeah. So there was an incredible amount of passion, which <laughs> yeah. is just great to see. That. So my question yeah. is, and something that I haven't seen anything in that I've watched of it recently. Uh, not that I've watched much of it recently. I've <laughs> <laughs> only really watched it today. But, um, is that, that, like, I haven't seen any subs. Like, it's a pretty, we've yeah. seen a couple of times where they can, you know, they're going at each other and, there's a bit of physicality, a mm. bit of argy-bargy on the bikes. If you come off a bike, you could easily break a wrist or, mm. you know, an arm, dislocate an elbow. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's emergencies. There have to be emergencies because... Like, where, who, who, well, where are the subs? I mean, you you'd, know... You'd think it's a high-injury sport. And and what's the locker room like in this sort of <laughs> scene, you know? Because, <laughs> you know, they've got bikes. Like, and how do they come out? Into the yeah, arena. Do they just, do they they just cycle bound out? out, or are they are they wheeling the bike out? And I think you have to cycle. Well, they should. I I think they should cycle out. You should. You'd think so. Just for drama. You'd think so. Like it's yeah, it's a it's a fascinating sport, and I'm shocked because a lot of these sports that we've talked about don't really have like the, you know, they might not be funded well, or mm. you know you know, big prize money or anything like yeah. that or generate a lot of income in terms of sport. This one, there are, there's a lot of people in the crowd. Yeah. People seem to know what's going on. Yeah. Like, the people that are playing are seriously impressive. Yeah. You know, this is something that's been around for a while. I think what's good about it as well is that they compete at the UCI World Champs. Yeah. So there's people there, obviously, for Already. other sports. And which is great for cycle ball because it's so niche. You would get casual fans rolling in, gotcha. kind of like the Olympics and seeing yeah. sports that they don't see very often. Yeah. You know, it's like when you see the swimmers watching the canoe slalom. Yeah. Um, so I think that helps it too. Like, do any of these guys, do you reckon any any coaches see, you know, the talent of any of these cyclists and try and get them into a velodrome or, you know, yeah, are they ex-velodrome cyclists that are just... Well, know, that's a good question. Maybe a bit washed and... Because the, Ger- the German team are quite old. Yeah. Like, I'd be surprised if cycle ball was their number one sport for their whole life. Well, the German team that won, they're both retiring after this. Mm. They retired after this World Championships. Yeah. Which is probably, you know, fair bit of, why a fair bit of emotion came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Cycle ball. Cycle ball, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty... It's an awesome sport. Pretty cool. Very talented players. Anyway, would you... Question. Now, this is an interesting question. Mm. Would you describe these guys as, or and get males and females mm. as athletes? Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. I think. I think. Like, are you? Are they a professional athlete? 
Well, I guess that depends if they're getting paid. Like, is that their full-time yeah, gig? Yeah, yeah, But I would say that athletes. I mean, anybody who has a... Like, a skill set... Yeah. ...for a certain yeah. sport is an athlete. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah. I guess it's a world championships. Yeah. I, I reckon they're athletes yeah. for sure. I think, you, personally, I think you have to be super fit. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. To ride a bike... It's non-stop it's, movement. It's non-stop movement, and it's like... Core, yeah, it's balance, it's like different yeah. maneuvers, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think it's so impressive, yeah. I wonder what the training's like, yeah. Like, how do they, yeah, anyway, practice their you know, flicking the wrist yeah. to hit the ball, or, <laughs> like, how do you exercises. surely there's a lot of um, like falling off the bike to try and you know, practice. Flicking the ball into the net, like that's a lot of yeah. trial and error to, yeah. to kind of figure out how to do that. It's not yeah. a natural, no. You know, I mean, th- there'd definitely be a technique to it. Yeah, anyway. and I guess it's like any skill; you just practice the technique over and over and over again, and you get good at it. I'm probably in trouble next time I'm on a bike and a ball rolls to me. Yeah, and you try and do a UCI. and you try and do a you know a cycle, cycle ball, ball hit. hit and try and flick it back, and you just fall over. Like I'm just definitely fall over. Anyway, yeah, great sport. Pretty awesome sport. Yeah. Um, and that would, I mean, not necessarily lead us, but mm. if we move on to our next topic or next segment, mm. which is uh, our credit athlete, or in this case, mm. athletes. <laughs> athletes. Plural. Um, I think we both kind of just agreed pretty quickly on yeah. the fact that the Matildas mm. uh, were our credit athletes for this week, yep. Um, for this podcast, not only were they, you know, like did they achieve their goal of inspiring a nation, mm. they on the field performed mm. exceptionally well, yep. Um, and got to a semi final of a yep. World Cup, yeah. And for you know the twelfth ranked nation in the world, yep. you know that's it's not unheard of, but it's no, but it's, it's impressive. It was seriously, seriously impressive, yeah. Um, and just you know the flow and effect now. Yeah, and I think I think the inspiring the nation thing is like it's harder to do than people think. Oh god, yeah. Like Australians will get around most sporting teams, but it was like you could really I don't know. It just felt like you could really see see Australia through the Matildas team, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like you could kind of they were really they didn't feel disconnected to like the average person yeah. in Australia, which was. I think why they were so likable and why people got around them so quickly. And I think now they're now they're the wealthiest sporting brand in Australia. Yeah. Well they're, they're the wealthiest Australian sporting team. Yeah. Based on brand value. Yeah. Um so it just goes to show if you you know, if you represent the whole country. Yeah. And and it was pretty clear like a lot of sports now, across the world, but a lot of sports, mm. it's all a lot of it's very business like, like yeah. it's, it's transactional, and yeah. you see people not playing for their country to take a deal with someone else, yeah, yeah, who, yeah. or another club who says, If you take this deal, we, we you can't play for your country, yeah, and they take the money, mm. which is like I get, I get it, but in some aspects, but at the same time, you know, I think it was quite refreshing for everyone to see, like, yeah, just. That people like the athletes out there were just giving it absolutely everything, yeah. and just you could tell that there was no like 
oh, I'm too good to be out here kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. this is the pinnacle. The sport came first. You know, every, the sport came first. Yeah. And, like, that was that was pretty clear. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, I think we spoke about it. Uh, not I think. We did speak about it many times on <clears throat> how the World Cup was just, like, this little purple patch yeah. for sport yeah. because, like, women's soccer is growing incredibly quickly. Um, but as you said, it's not kind of driven by business interest yet. Yeah. It will be eventually, which is great for the game. Um, but it was so cool to see, like, the country was so just inspired yeah. by yeah. how they play the game and the actual sport, yeah. um, as opposed by huge marketing deals and you know, yeah. advertising campaigns. It was actually just all about how good is it to watch a team that, just represents the country yeah, in, in the right way, which was awesome. And I think they've moved, like, women's sport forward by oh, a, yeah. a bazillion miles. Yeah, like, yeah. like you, you can't... Like, you look at all of the now flow-on effects of the women's sporting scene in Australia. You've got, like, mm. the AFLW that's, yeah. that's just kicked off. You've got NRLW, which they're, you know... Like, there's more and more people are mm. recognising it and going, yeah, I want to go to that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the funding from the government, and which funding, came after the yeah. World Cup, which is great. Yeah. I know Sam Kerr has set up her own uh, football academy. Yeah. To which is all about like holistic development. Yeah. So like they uh, the women's game is just killing it. I reckon they've just it's just and all the foundations that like they're building on foundations that make sport so good. Yeah. Um, whereas I think what frustrates some people with where the men's sports have gone. I think they're doing a great job of building on like really, you know, value-based foundations. Yeah. So it was very cool. It was very cool. It was was awesome. And and you could tell they're like, you know, that they were just a a whole like team. Like everyone just kind of got on that. They're all, you know, out there having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that was like, you know, People they they enjoy they're enjoying themselves rather than yeah. trying to take themselves too seriously and think that they're yeah you know better than or above anyone else yeah yeah hundred percent you know it, which was which was awesome yeah 100%. so and I mean you look now in the next four years you know everyone I'm sure will be watching the Matildas yeah definitely or being definitely. keeping track of the Matildas in, in South Africa, Africa. Yeah. women's world the women's soccer world cup it might be tough to watch the games at 2.03am but people might record them and get up and watch them or watch the highlights or whatever you know so it's just hopefully hopefully and and even like A-League stuff like I know I saw a thing that the Melbourne Victory um, Melbourne Victory women's like soccer team had already I think before the season started already had the the record number of memberships Mm. sold before it even started so yeah just goes to show, like, yeah, people. Are, yeah, I saw a video where Courtney Vine got just returned to Sydney FC the other day at training. Just cool to see. It's pretty awesome. I know it was such a cool. It was just awesome being a fan as well. Yeah, like it was. It was. I mean, we went to like six or seven games, and you know, France Panama, for example, one of the games yeah. we went to. There was forty thousand people yeah. there, and after the game, you know, Panama are in the crowd. Yeah. With their fans, you know, playing the drums, the actual players are in the crowd, yeah. and it was just so cool. It it just it just felt like so, it was just a celebration of the sport, yeah, yeah, and nothing else, yeah, um, which was great. 
yeah, refreshing. It was refreshing. It was. Um, and on that that high note, mm. um, that's probably it for, for yeah, us for this yeah. week. Another app. Another app. <laughs> Get it up there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like and subscribe. I don't know what you subscribe to, but. Well, you follow on Spotify. Follow on Spotify. We've got about 27 followers now, I saw. Which is good. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> nearly 30. Getting up there. Nearly Getting 30. 30. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, hope everyone has, has a good week. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Connor.